Welcome to the Foreigners and Fathers podcast, where two nerdy parents take on the quest of parenthood. This is a podcast where we will share and compare experiences when it comes to life as immigrants, new parents, and some other things in between. Welcome to episode 15 on the quest for a nursery. So yeah, episode 16, quite quite a big number. I, I, I can't believe that we have put 16 episodes. Well, technically we haven't, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, it's a 16 episode we are recording, which means that by the time that this comes out, it will have been on the air because we launched five episodes at the beginning, so almost three months, uh, which is mad, really. Three months of our podcast, really? Well, let me see. We, it was at the end of May, so end of June, end of July. No, that can't be right. Uh, no, forget my math. I don't know how I got there. Okay. But in any case, in any case when, wait, hang on, because it is coming out later. It will be close to three months. Yeah, not quite, but I would say at least two months oh, and a yeah, half no, once it course, comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, two months and a half, and also that's when it comes out, not when we're recording it. Okay, okay. Precisely, still. precisely, because we're now at the end of July, but it's still going to take a few weeks to come out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. But yeah, either way, I mean, it, it's been quite a journey, hasn't it? And uh, But I'm, I'm happy that we've stuck with it at least for this little while, because I think that a lot of times when people get in this type of projects, what's really hard is really the beginning of it, uh, but I think that we are managing to get through those initial uh, uh, stages, which bodes well for us continuing to uh, have the podcast on and having it regularly as well. I think also something that is very important to, to the fact that we continue and something that is good to pass on is that we didn't have any expectations because that's true for example yeah. if i know myself and if i came with expectations of i want to do a podcast because i want to be a podcaster as in i want to live with this i would have quit like six episodes ago mate yeah but, exactly but because i'm doing it for another goal which is one talk to you and have this like all weekly conversations and two which is actually number one because it's said in back order uh, is to to have the records that is the goal. So I do feel we are achieving something, and that motivates me to keep on going. It, it I was just my routine that. of my life now. It's not. It's not just a project. It's now something that I do, and it becomes a routine. So I no longer feel the. Well, it's not that I no longer. I never felt the pressure of oh, this needs to reach this, like threshold by this amount of time, X, Y, and Z. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, I agree with that. And um, it really helps with my motivation to keep it as well. Sometimes I I look back and when I'm not recording, just random days, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, when, when Nico grows up, it'll be so nice for him to be able to listen to podcasts. Uh, obviously, I hope he likes it. But what I mean is, it's, it's, I feel very good about being able to leave this uh, as a future legacy because, you know, the years will go by and having this record about how we feel at the time, even ourselves, we might want to listen to it, you know, 50 years from now or whatever, we might want to listen back to it. And um, uh, yeah, it, it feels very, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other day, actually, I had a, a very fatalistic fantasy because I have this thing in which, even though I'm an adult, I keep playing play pretense in my head is i don't right. think it's ever gonna stop it's just how i am i imagine scenarios in my head so i was right, thinking right, right. well what if i like die tomorrow of an accident and then holly has this podcast to play to nim nim while she's growing up so that she knew who her dad was and stuff like that <laughs> oh my god I'm, you're giving me chills because literally that thought came across my mind but I, I didn't want to say it but I, you're braver than I am um, because uh, yeah that thought crossed my mind and it's a little bit morbid but it's one of those things like huh yeah that would be I mean not good obviously but it, that, it's like hmm okay yeah yeah I can see that you, you know it would be it would make me feel good if this yeah, was something exactly. that was left uh, for for my kid, uh, and it's a weird thought. But the fact that you think the same way that I am, um, either we're either it's not that uncommon, or we just have a lot of the same thoughts, and that's the, uh, a reason why we should be doing the podcast anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's a mixture of both. I think uh, maybe it's a mixture of both. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're very similar uh, and very dissimilar at the same time. But what I mean yeah. is, we we obviously share a lot of things in common. 
But I think yeah, also example, when you I'm become a, yeah. <laughs> but I think that when you become a, a parent, your mortality becomes even more apparent, because now yeah. you're like, oof. Now I like, if something were to happen to me, it's not like I just died and that's it. Like there's someone that needs me to be here. So you start yeah, becoming yeah, more yeah. aware and more careful, not only of them but of you as well. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, well, that was a nice that can intro. Be, yeah, that can be a whole other episode subject. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So let's let's go back to to schedule and and ask what is new with your kid. So what's new with him? Um, the last two or three weeks, he's just been having some amazing developments in terms of I I can't really describe them because it's not a single thing or anything. But he's been a lot more cheerful, a lot more interactive. He's been, uh, uh, you know, moving quite a lot. He's standing on his own, just on his legs for good periods of time. Not walking or anything, but we feel like it's not too far off. But he's just been laughing a lot, interacting a lot, uh, even with the cats and everything. So um, he's recognizing a lot of words uh, in comparison to before. Uh, so there's been quite a few things. And today th there was also a funny thing that he did, which I noticed, which was he was uh, with me and we have... So we got him one of those bags of plastic balls for like do like a one of those ball pits right oh yeah yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we got him a bag of that so he, he was playing with uh with them and i was like oh you know uh give me give me in portuguese obviously like yeah ah, ah. Uh, give it uh, give me and he gave me one and he put it in my hand uh he doesn't quite know yet about letting go of it it's kind of like he understands that i'm asking for it but at the same time, he doesn't want to give it to me or doesn't know how to give it to me. But he does place it in my hand, right? It's mm -hmm. just letting go that he has uh, so, some issue with. But I, I, I took the ball, I put it behind my back and I was like, oh, okay, give me, give me, give me. And he was looking around like, uh, okay. So he got another one and he placed it on my hand. So oh, I wow. put it back and I was like, give me, give me. And he started looking around, he grabbed another one and he gave it to me again. So uh, he just kept giving me both because I kept asking for it. Uh, and that was quite fun, even though he was like struggling to let go of them. Uh, but he understood and he was giving me uh, the, the, the balls in a row. So yeah, that was that was quite fun. So it's been quite eventful, even at, at nursery, which is the topic for today. Even at nursery, they were saying that it's been quite eventful and he's been in a very good mood. It's like he's running because he knows his birthday is coming. Yes, exactly, exactly. So uh, maybe maybe that's the reason why. Exactly, he wants to, you know, he, he wants to make a scene and he wants to be the center of attention for his birthday, which yeah. makes sense, I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's what we that's where we are. Uh, but what about you? How's how's things with Neem? How's she developing? Well, how's, it's funny uh, that you mentioned that. What's the, new with her? The ball thing, because I was just commenting to Holly the other day that it's both really incredibly, like amazing to see her grow but at the same time i found an inconvenience in that she now has object permanence so uh, yeah. before she hadn't if you take so when she hadn't you take something off and that's it it's gone but now if she has for example right now she's obsessed with her sponge baths she has two two sponges that my mom gave gave us to be able to wash her brother better but she she grabs them and she just wants to hold them all the time and play with them so before we could just take okay. them away and that's it. But now if you take them away and hide them, she starts looking for it. Like she knows it's still there. So she actually yeah, looks yeah, for yeah. it. Like, where is it? Where is it? Where's my sponge? And if she doesn't find it, she gets frustrated. Then she goes, Wah! which is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. Here's your sponge. Here's your sponge. And so that's one thing. She's obsessed with, with her sponges. She has object permanence. She's also incredibly mobile. Like she, she's. I don't think she can hold her own. Like Nico, she can only do do it for like one second, maybe one and a half seconds at most. Right. But but she loves walking. Like she loves right, it. She right, loves right, it. Right. So obviously we have to be holding her. And by we, to be honest, the majority of the time is holy. Uh, but we have to hold her, and she walks and runs. And lately, like three days ago. She started playing monster with my mom. So my mom is like, gonna catch you. And she literally goes like, <gasps> and runs away and laughing, obviously. Yeah, but yeah, she actually yeah. plays the monster. Like it's it's really, I, I almost, my, my eyes almost water at seeing how 
amazing her brain development has come along that now she understands that my mom is playing to be a monster and that she has to run away it's it's yeah, incredibly yeah, yeah. satisfying seeing how they go developing and developing especially because as an adult learning something is so gradual and babies mm. is from one day to another now they understand that you're playing and that you have to run away and seeing her go like <laughs> was like wow yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, completely and agree with you. One last thing is that I discovered that she loves spinning around because the play that the game that she and I play is like a her and then she throws herself back, so she's almost laying flat but in the air. So I'm carrying her one hand on her back and one on her on her butt, so she's like laying down, and I start spinning, and she opens her uh, her arms like I'm the king of the world while I spin her. And she loves it. She absolutely loves it. I stop because I'm getting dizzy. And then she throws herself back because that's her way of saying more, more. It's, it's really fun. It's really cute seeing it. Mm. It's, it's been really, really good to see it. So, Perfect. yeah, that's, that's what's been new. Now, a new segment, which hopefully will be a continuous segment, is that we have more feedback from our listeners. So, uh, based on the episode of um, which was the subject? Correct me, because I'm I I have awful memory. Ah, you're putting me on the spot. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Ah, you don't know either. Okay, cool. It's not just no, no. I don't know it by heart. This was uh, because it was a segment within an episode. But well, regardless of the number of the number of the episode. I just wanted yes. to know so that people knew a little bit of how much displacement is between the episode, the feedback, and then us acknowledging the feedback. But again, yes. that may vary because that can also depend on when are we recording the episodes. But it's based on it the was segment. episode ten, by the way. There we go. It's based on the episode of uh, that we did. Am I the asshole discussion? And we got two feedback from two different people, uh, Chatteris and Luca, and uh, they're both mothers. And they mentioned nice. that they don't agree with our statement that the friend that stopped being the friend was an asshole. They say that as mothers, they understand that when they became mothers, they changed permanently. So it's okay for someone to not want to be their friend anymore because they're not the same person. For example, Luca used an example that she had a baby boy and she has always been a feminist, but that when her friends came over, she asked them to, while the baby was growing up, not to say all men, because even though she understand the significant, the kid wasn't going to be mature enough not to understand. Not all men, but all men, right? Every yeah, man. exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the kid wouldn't be mature enough to understand that obviously they weren't talking about him. They will the baby will just hear all men and think there might be something wrong. So she had to start asking them to not use that expression, at least until the kid was uh, old enough. And Charisse makes mention of, uh, well, of the fact that time changed. That, for example, if you're uh, a mother and you're with your friends, you might have to dedicate time to your kid, not only as a friend. So your friend might want to talk about some uh, sensitive topic and you're like wait give me one second let me just my kid wants their ball so let me just pass it to them so they think it's perfectly okay to stop wanting to be friends with that person what do you okay. think of their feedback because i know you and i had a discussion and we're going to mention it but i want you to go first so what do you think of their feedback um look all feedback on all points of view are invited and i think that people have it's appreciated i i think that to be quite honest with you, I, I, I have a different view or I maintain my different view. I, I understand it. I understand that perspective, but I have a different view um, and or I maintain my different view. And the reason why I'm saying this is that at, there's two ways of looking at this, right? One way is to strip it down to its bare minimum and to its to its core. And at the core, the example, just for everyone to have some context as well, what I said on the episode 10 was, uh, the example was, my friend just had a baby, she's been trying to hang out with me for a while, but I don't really want to, because the whole pregnancy situation has been weird, and I just don't feel comfortable around fresh babies, right? <clears throat> Even using that... that uh, term fresh idiom. babies etc yeah uh, that idiom so so he at the at its core what what for me strikes me as important here is that she you know the friend that had a baby was trying to hang out 
uh, with the with the person with the poster for a while but I don't really want to because the whole pregnancy situation has been weird right my point is the following there's a lot of ways to look at this and there's a lot of ways to handle this let's say that yes it's true that it changes and yes it's true that the people are around okay not everyone has to like babies not everyone has to accept that but at its core if you were friends with someone right if you if you had a friendship with someone having a baby shouldn't have to change how that friendship works so if you turn to your friend and you say look i'm really sorry I don't really feel comfortable around babies or you know I feel like if we hang out and your baby is there it's going to be different so can you hang out and not have uh, uh, can we hang out uh, without your baby or I'm happy to see your baby once but I'd rather hang out and spend some time away you can leave your baby with your husband with a babysitter and if your friend says no I can't I have to take care for my baby okay then keep chatting keep replying to messages keep uh, keep that contact etc what I think is that at its core saying my baby my friend just had a baby so I'm going to stop talking to them because I don't feel comfortable with them having a baby I think that that still makes them an ass that uh, at the very least it makes them a bad friend okay maybe asshole, like we said in the episode Apple is is just because of the word that they use in, in that game or in that subreddit but at the end of the day is basically like is this behavior acceptable or good or not and in here I think that it does make them a bad friend if not an asshole. Uh, because that's what it is at its core and we could talk about so that's the bare minimum we could talk as well about more context more context because I didn't put the entire post but the context was the friend had a baby and she was trying to say can we hang out um, can I uh, like I would like to see you etc there was never any effort any effort from the poster to say uh, oh you know not right now or something no it was just basically like no I don't want to because their life changed it's for me it's in the same vein as let's say that you and I are fr you know, obviously we're friends but let's say that you, from one moment to another Bruno you become disabled right you need a mm -hmm. wheelchair and then mm -hmm. suddenly I say actually you know what you now need a wheelchair so there's there's a lot more there's a lot fewer places that you can go to and that's really annoying so I don't actually want to deal with that so I just you say to me oh can we hang out and I just go like I don't really want to reply or I don't really want to for me that's the way that I see it I um, saw do it you do you understand what I'm what I'm saying yeah 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 per uh, perfectly and again we already talked about it so I'm not gonna go into length especially because we have a whole episode to record true but, that's true that's true uh, but I see your point and I shared it but after hearing their points of view, I think the example of the disabled is a bad comparison. Because, also. because disabled, I mean, yes, it's a complete life change. And yeah, for example, if you're... Yeah. The thing is, it's a, it's a false uh, comparison in terms of, for example, if your friendship, like you and me, if you and, and if I were to become disabled tomorrow, yes, yeah. it's a huge life change, but I'm still able to do the same thing I did with you but for example let's assume let's assume that our friendship was based on us going a uh, mountain climbing and while we were mountain climbing also talk about our childhood traumas for example just i know it sounds very random but just follow me here that means that on the, the moment i become disabled and well that this is assuming of me obviously i know there's going to be people that are disabled and can mountain climb but just for the sake of the example, assuming that I couldn't anymore, that means that you lost the main activity that you did with me, and also the other activity, you cannot do it properly because we only did it when we were alone climbing mountains. So I'm not going to be able to provide into the friendship what I did. So at least for a while, being a mother does change who you are. You don't want to do the same things. You don't want your perspective in, in things might change. I like I know that for example with Martina it wasn't like that she wanted to meet with other people and she wanted to meet with other people without without um, without Nico there because she wanted to fill her own identity without needing to uh, without needing it to be associated with Nico that is very respectable and and obviously it can happen especially when it's uh, but we don't know for example the situation of these people maybe they're single mothers they didn't mention so maybe they're single mothers so maybe they couldn't or maybe they had some situation that doesn't permit them to turn off their motherhood. Maybe they wanted to be mothers all of the time. So I think in our example, you and I think the same, 
and based on the and based on the example on the post of Reddit, I think you and I still think have the same opinion. Maybe we just didn't right. express it properly because we're not saying that she was an asshole because she didn't want to hang out with a mom. We're saying she yeah. was an asshole because she didn't give the chance to her friend to see if the friendship was still there. So I think, I think it was a, a problem of, of myth, miscommunication in our end. But I also like to be honest, seeing that part of the other, uh, like see, seeing mother saying, I think your your the way in which you express it was really underwhelming. What big of a change being a mother is really opened my eyes to the fact that oh wow, like this is not just a thing, you know. But I think we can summarize it as yes, we're not upset that the friend decided. I don't want to be your friend because you change. I think we're upset because the friend never even gave it a chance. She just assumed things were not going to be the same and decided to cut it off straight off the bat. I think it also depends on the definition of friend. And again, we really need to move on, but this is something that we're very concerned, obviously. Uh, but I think it also depends on the definition of friend. Because if it's a really close friend, like you and I, yes. But if it's, for example, like you said, your friend that you meet every Friday to go hang out at the pub, and all of a sudden they can no longer hang out at the pub. Well, is it really fair to like force yourself to be friends with someone that you don't have things in common anymore? No. I do agree that it it is worse the closer in friendships you are. And I think that in, in the post, and I think that for this example, what it is is that it was a bit more close. But I'll tell you what I can do as well. Um, I'll try to find the link to the exact post, uh, if, I, if I can find it. And uh, there will be more context there, and there will be other people's opinions on there Perfect. as well. So I think that that, that could be good. And, Excellent. Uh, we then let people um, you know, make their own decision the and give us more feedback. More. And these people, this yeah. is why we need more feedback. Because if we get, look, we just got like 20 minutes of conversation out of that's two true. Of Maybe too many. So the too, more too feedback, much time. <laughs> yeah, but the more feedback we get, we can make episodes based on the feedback alone, and that retroalimentation yeah. it's so good because it opens our perspective, and not only to us but to our viewers and to for Nico and Nimnim to also think like, oh, okay, other people might think this, and so it, that's why we we crave your feedback. So please give it, give we it, give do. it. We do, and. And don't don't take my words as uh, you know thinking that you're wrong. It's more it's more about it's I understand. It's just I think that from my perspective, I still maintain what it was. But I do appreciate and I do cherish the fact that we are getting feedback and we will always discuss it, even if we entirely disagree. And sometimes if we agree partially, so we will discuss it. And I don't want to uh, discourage anyone from sending his feedback because we do appreciate it. Yeah, actually, I think it will be interesting to have contrasting opinions like we just did. That's also having true, a yeah. debate there is very entertaining. If you just hear two people saying, yeah, I agree, yeah, I agree, yeah, I agree, can be a little That's bit boring. True. But anyway, let's run up to the episode now, because now yes, we're episode, very short episode. on time. So go on to the episode. <laughs> Nursery. Um, Ooh, oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, completely different uh, <laughs> subject. So, Nursery. Did you uh, th uh, went straight up with nursery or did you ever consider doing anything else? Like passing with the family? Obviously, I mean, we're foreigners, so that's a little bit hard, even though I have my mom here. So that that is a thing. But did you let's go with you first. Did you ever consider anything else other than nursery? Yeah, so, so when it comes to, to nursery, obviously, you know, nowadays the reality is that uh, in a lot of households, I would say in the vast majority of households, uh, the uh, you, you have two working parents, right? So that reality of one of the parents staying at home is no longer really the case. So what ends up happening is that you have to kind of have alternatives and places to leave your baby isn't it and places that you can trust and that you can feel good with and you know as you were just touching on um because we're foreigners some of the options in terms of childcare are immediately not as available to us like uh stay you know having family help ar around uh in terms of uh you know 
even if it is just a couple of days a week or something uh, your gra the grandparents of the kid staying staying with them so it, it becomes a lot more limited due to the fact that we are foreigners um, uh, but when it comes to nurse alternatives to nursery uh, another alternative that we looked into was and we considered was a childminder so a childminder is essentially someone that takes care of three to four kids or something uh, depending on the ages as well uh, they are they are a bit cheaper to the nurseries and they only look after a certain number of kids um, and we did consider it uh, mostly from a financial perspective uh, because it was a lot cheaper well not a lot cheaper but it was cheaper and we wanted to uh, to have to have a look at that um, and we'll go over that in a second as to why we didn't go but we also thought about whether it would be worth reducing the hours that uh, Martina was working or you know he even talked about would it be worth for one of us to stay home um, but at the end of the day a stay at home parent really worth it. on this economy are you joking yeah I mean it was mostly due to the to the nursery cost really because nursery cost is quite high and we'll touch on that a bit later but due to that it was something that we considered not being a home parent no I don't think that we ever seriously considered that but at least on getting one of us to part-time yeah no I, I know uh, I was kind of making a joke but <laughs> yeah the yeah. thing is that joke is is based on the fact that that is the reality a lot of older generations lived be it voluntary Absolutely. or not but they had a stay-at-home parent and now that's become something that as you mentioned when we come about costs it's almost impossible to be a stay-at-home parent i asked today exactly uh, to holly if even though we don't play if, if hypothetically we were to win the lotto would you like me to be a stay-at-home dad and she was like oh yeah for sure and i was like oh great i would love to be a stay-at-home dad <laughs> <laughs> but it's just something that is not possible we also consider a child mander not a nanny, because oh, yeah. So just to make the, the the differentiation, you already explained it, but still, just to make the differentiation for people who are in different places and it has different meanings, a nanny takes care of just your kid. A childminder takes care of between two to three kids, and it's it's not a nursery per se, because it's not a, a place that is uh, dedicated for kids. It's in their house, so it's it's like an in between between childminder and nursery. But it ended up, yeah, excellent. Thank you. There we go. Uh, but it ends up still being more expensive than the nursery for us. At least the research we did, it was like if it was in their house, it, even it was still more expensive than than nursery. So we also, really? yeah, and we also thought about condensed hours, like like you suggested, like maybe Holly could go to part time, or I could work ten hours instead of of eight, but. Uh, there's a cursing and a blessing in my style of nursery that is it's because it's they charge by the hour so even if i reduce my hours and but then i have to make the time up it wouldn't end up saving me any much money in that regard so we decided to to not go for it what we actually did is that holly uh, and i'm jumping ahead a little bit but i think it's relevant Holly had to move one of her days so she has a day off in the week and she works on Sunday uh, so that I can take care of Nimnim on Sunday and she can take care of the week uh, of Nimnim on Wednesday and that's how we're saving a day yeah yeah exactly so we, we... Yeah, I mean, when it came to the childminder, I'm, I'm surprised that it, it turned out to be uh, more expensive uh, because when we looked for us, it, it did become cheaper. So I'm not quite sure why, but it might be due to the fact that our nursery is daily. Uh, so that might have been the reason why. Uh, but to be honest, we did go to a couple of different places for childminders and uh, it's you know it, it's not bad and if people want to to do a childminder i don't think that it's a bad option in any case uh, but when we went to a nursery to see how it was and when we went to childminder it was very different because in a nursery they they can you know they can just give a lot of support to your kids um so uh so so that's what ended up settling it is just because of the support and development that they could give them mm, okay no i see i see your point so if for you it was not a matter of cost but it was a matter of, I mean, the the difference in cost is not enough to warrant uh, rejecting the the benefits that a nursery could bring. Precisely. So precisely. we That's both set it, it up. It was cheaper, but not worth it. Exactly. 
we'd both set up a nursery. How did you prepare for the first day of nursery? Because I can tell you, I had the dread. I was like, oh no. no like, yeah, I even told Holly, would you mind you being the one who takes it on her first day? Which actually didn't, oh didn't work <laughs> because she's still crying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I couldn't. Like, I knew my heart would break. Like, And again, she still cries. Right now, she's not crying as much as an actual full-on crying. But she still whimpers. And what breaks my heart is that she whimpers and she's being carried by the lady in the nursery and she stretches her arms at me and closes her hand like puppy puppy so ah oh, mate that hurts <laughs> so freaking much every morning that i have to take her it's like nim, nim, don't make me cry because then you're gonna cry more <laughs> but but she had some some preparation in which and i know i kidnapped the question so don't worry just to switch it up you you'll you'll have your turn don't worry uh, <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, so for it. She, she did have some trial. Uh, my my mom helped us out in which she was like, look, I, I know that you need to have a, at least 15 hours for the baby. Like, you cannot pay less than 15 hours in nursery. That is the minimum you can, 15 per week. Uh, but, I, but I don't want her to start with 15 per week. So I'm going to pay the full 15 per week. But I'm going to... But I suggest that you guys go pick her the first week pick her up after an hour the second week pick her up after two and so on and so forth so that she can get used to the the place right so she did have that uh, training to get there uh, i don't know uh, how different it would have been without it but yeah so that's that's what we did to to start on a nursery but what about you what were your preparations yeah i mean um what was it uh so we took him there a few days as a trial so they offered us to do some trial days i think it was like two or three where they just he could stay there i think it was like a morning then a morning then a full day then another full day it was something like that and uh, so we took him there for those few days and uh, we just kind of yeah it was kind of okay you know we um uh, uh, he, he, w he was okay he never really cried he never I'm saying he never cried but it's not true so the only times that he's cried when we left him was when he was ill so when he's ill he, he does like his cuddles and everything and when we left him there and he was ill he did cry because we were leaving him there but every other time like he's been perfectly fine uh, and uh, um, like it's not it's not like he looks forward to it and it's not like he goes away from my arms to go to the uh, to the staff but it is like he's okay with with being there um so we're very lucky with that um and uh, so when we took him there for the first few days and everything my martino was still um on maternity and uh, we did bring him home a bit earlier in the day as well because we didn't want to leave him there for the full day um, but ever since then yeah it's been okay the first the first day was a bit shorter and we kept thinking about him and it was a little bit hard to leave him there but you know it's one of those things it has to happen so uh, we were quite okay with it uh, to be honest so yeah and then the staff at nursery they are amazing and they've been very very supportive so yeah that's been really good as well that's really good it's really good that they they have that support net uh there which actually brings me to the the next point in the agenda so what is yeah. current life at nursery like for nico so what obviously well i don't know but uh, you cannot be there while they're in nursery so as much as you know what is <laughs> yeah. what is nico's life during nursery and, and outside of nursery, how has it changed after starting nursery? Yeah, so, um, so, so how is it? I mean, so he started in nursery around eight months, when he was eight months old. Uh, Martina could have extended her maternity, but she decided to go around because she got a new job and she decided to start around uh, when he was around eight months old. And uh, But actually, I was looking into it just out of curiosity for this podcast in preparation. And actually, he could have... 
um, he could have started much earlier so nurse there are nurseries that start from like when they're two weeks old uh, there the, but the standard is more or less from when they're three months old um, and I, I just couldn't imagine leaving him there when he was like three months or even two weeks old like it would have been um, it, it, it it would have been yes incredible like I don't yeah, know yeah, I don't yeah, know how yeah, I yeah. would have I, how it would have been for me um, but it's been really really good because I don't know if this is specific to this nurse or not and maybe you can share the experiences that you have with yours but uh, we have an app uh, they update us every day saying everything that he oh, ate, I was so jealous of ate. your app yeah, yeah. You told uh, me you had a nap, and I'm like, oh, we're gonna get a nap, and now we don't get a nap. So I was so jealous. Ah, uh, that's a and shame because it, it's really, really good. Like they tell us every, like every food that he ate, how much of it he ate, when they changed his nappy, how the nappy was. Um, they send us pictures throughout the day, not every day, like, but every once in a while. I would say probably roughly once a week they send us some pictures of him, uh, with, uh, with comments on his development, and, uh, and whenever there's any incident, right? They send us an incident report through the app and the incident report goes um, you know this is uh, uh, you know this happened he fell over he bruised his, his head uh, we gave him a lot of cuddles we gave him uh, cold compresses it happened at this time these were the witnesses and this is what everything that happened and oh, we wow. actually it's actually a relief when we get those incident reports because number one it means that they're not really hiding anything right yeah and number two it means that uh, whenever we get an incident report it means that it wasn't serious because if it was serious enough they would have had to call us so if yeah. we get an incident report it's actually like oh okay it's an incident report but it means that he's fine yeah um, that is a very so good point or anything. because I was going to tell <clears throat> that we do get some like archaic version of this what we get is we get two texts uh, throughout the day telling us what has happened so I can actually read to you one for today just okay. says Good morning. Here's the morning update on Nim Nim's morning. We have done lots of mark marking with chalk, looking in the mirrors and talking to herself, as well as looking at her photos and talking to you in the photos, because she has some pictures of us in the nursery. Uh, we have also been listening to the sounds of thunder and rain. Nappies. At 11.09, there was a wet one. Food. Snack. Ate all. Lunch. Ate all. Sleep. From 9.45 to 10.15 and then from 12 to 1.15. So that's what we get. But I have noticed that they don't ever mention she hurt herself. She cried for like three hours before finally setting in. She had a stomachache. They never mention anything negative, which I know that if it was something big, they would. But the fact that they never mention it did make me a little bit suspicious. Like, hmm, you know? You know, I'm sure. I'm sure that the reason they don't do it is because you know when kids have very anxious parents, like that's just going to throw off their day. So it's it's probably based off of that uh, more than anything else. I mean, to be uh, fair, she has never come with bruises or anything, so maybe she just hasn't ever bumped her head there. But yeah, I, yeah. I, but what I mean is, I know she she stays crying, so I would like to know how long it took them to settle her down. That's that's what I wanted to know, and something that you said that really rang uh, a memory because I thought we talked about it even before we had the idea of recording a podcast. How is it that some kids have like start nursery at two weeks old or something like that? It was baffling to me yeah. as well. I was like, wow, yeah. really? Can that is that even legal? But yeah, that that was yeah. something that that astonished me as well. So yeah. other than how nursery replies to you, how has Nico been in, in the nursery? Do you know anything about it? Like, does he have yeah. friends? I, I actually wanted to read because you read the report that you get. And I actually, I think that overall, it's not that different from what we get. It's just that we get hours in an app. It might have a little bit more in some areas, but actually I think it's very, very similar. Um, so, and we actually only get the full update at the end of the day. So I think that it's, it's more about the method of communication but like for example this is today right so it said that uh, and today was a bit of a shorter day for him we picked him up a bit earlier but it said uh, so around lunchtime it said that he for breakfast he had bagel choice of cereals banana with milk or water to drink and he had all of it then snack am it said water biscuits with cheese spread and apple slices and he ate all of it 
Lunch was paneer korma with naan bread and he ate some of it. And for pudding, he had yogurt with sliced banana and he actually had none of it. Then it says sleep times. So it says that he fell asleep at 12.05 and he woke up at 12.35. So he slept for 30 minutes. And then under observation achievement, it says uh, the baby snug have had a wonderful morning exploring their senses. We've had a messy paint tray that he could squeeze. We modeled language, squishy, squash, pat, push. We also had a flour, rice and lentils tray that they could scoop, power and swirl around. So this is the kind of update that we get. Oh, so it's not that different actually, it's very similar. It's 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 not that different, no. I think that ours just comes through the app and it allows us to have some pictures. So I think it's, you know, probably, probably it has a little bit more because of the capabilities of doing it through an app. But overall, the core things, you still have them. And actually, this one doesn't mention nappies, but most of them do. And I think it might have been because it was a shorter day for him, or maybe they just didn't put the napping information today. But most of the days, it also says when they changed the nappies and how the nappies were. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I noticed the only difference that I noticed is that you guys got told what they ate and we don't. But I think the reason why we don't is because we sent her with lunch. So we know what her lunch is. Uh, exactly. We, they, we don't use exactly. the nursery menu. But yeah, so Precisely. that is regarding the app, and that actually makes me feel uh, a lot better. But going back Good. to the question, how how is Nico yes, sorry. in nursery? Yeah, so it's really, really good. I mean, the nursery is close to home, so, you know, we take him there by walking. So uh, most of the days we just walk him there. It's also next to the train station, which helps a lot. Uh, but yeah, he's been learning, he's been developing a lot, like having these updates that say what he's exploring with his senses, you know, with the rice and the lentils and the flour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets all of these. Um, it's also very good for social contact. Like, we definitely notice the difference in terms of him interacting with other babies. I know that we had some babies around. Uh, he was also younger, to be fair, but in any case, we had babies around him when he went, before he went to nursery, and he didn't really pay them much attention, mm -hmm. including him, actually. He was not that interested. Yeah. But after he's been to nursery, he just interacts so much. He just, it's like, they sent these videos uh, through the app, and uh, some videos that they sent of him interacting with other babies, and it's just incredible, absolutely incredible um, so it's been very good for that for his development activities and what I really like about the nursery uh, is that um, you know they they actually because it is their job right they actually dedicate time to getting those development activities and what I feel is that sometimes when you have the kids home it's like you're entertaining them and you like to spend time with them but you don't think about an educational point of view or you don't think about oh, okay I'm going to spend 10 minutes with you teaching you shapes or teaching you this and it happens a little bit but I just feel like the nursery it's every day you know so it's very good for their development um, I would say that the only thing that's been annoying about him being in nursery is something that people warned us about, but it, it is really, really true. And is, is that after he started going to nursery more regularly, he just started becoming ill very much so. Like he was ill for an entire month, pretty much. And then later again, so he just started to become very, very ill uh, very regularly. Uh, well, not very, very ill, sorry, but he very regularly started becoming ill and just having to stay uh, home for a little bit mm. okay but, but yeah so 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 that, that's how it has been but i'm interested in knowing like from your perspective is it fairly similar how, how it is i was gonna say difference? that nurseries are and this is something that you and i both really got our ear blasted with uh, and i don't think it's as bad as we were warned but they are a focus of infection which to be yeah. honest it can be good because that means that they're getting the reinforcement on their um, immune system that they desperately need. So, sure, 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 other sure. than the the bureaucratic part that we were talking, I read the the message and everything. I also know that it's it's been very good for her development at least in social skills. Mm. And uh, <laughs> for example, we once got a report, and uh, I can't believe this happened because the the first time we the the quote-unquote teacher uh, mentioned it we took it as a joke and then they said it again and even though they weren't mad they did say it like please like handle this is that <laughs> start stealing food from her peers 
So they put them all in high chairs and they're eating and Nim Nim already finished and the other kids haven't. So Nim Nim just reaches out and grabs their food. Really? Yeah, she doesn't oh, do it. Goodness. She doesn't do it anymore. We didn't change anything. She just stopped doing it. But yeah. We... Yeah, I was going to say, like, what kind of advice is that? Like, they're telling you, oh, can you please change it? But did it, did it say how you could change it? Because it's like you don't have other babies. To they told us to like, bring more food. This. Basically, they told us to bring more food. Uh... But, but I don't think it's a matter of her being hungry. It's based on what I know of Nim Nim. She hates not being part of the activity. So, for example, if she's in the, in the kitchen, right? And me and Holly are having a conversation, or me and my mom, or all three are having a conversation, she starts going, ah, bah, 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 bah. so she, ah, she right, likes right, right. She to, wants be... to be included. Exactly. So if she already finished, but the other kids haven't, she's going to be like, oh, I need something to eat too. So she she, right. she crafts it. Uh, but I did notice, for example, going about the blah, 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 she started vocalizing way more after joining nursery. Right. I don't know if it's coincidental or not, but she, she started doing that. So I, I have also noticed that, and I don't know how I don't know how long has she been going to nursery. I was going to find out I just to the, the listeners and Nim Nim. Although I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this, you already know by this point. But the listeners just get an idea of my brain. We have the skeleton script that we have mentioned before, and I put on the notes. Uh, she started at, and in parentheses I put, we'll find out, because I, I didn't know at that time. And now <laughs> that I've written it, I just put, forgot to find out, because I didn't ask. So I don't know how, how long she's been there. But I have noticed some, some improvements. Uh, again, I don't know if they're coincidental or not, but uh, that is what I, I, I have been able to, to discern, and what I know about her life in nursery. Also, she apparently has already a favorite uh, guide, uh, so she, oh, yeah. yeah, she she goes and cuddles her, and then goes away. Like, hello, give you a cuddle. Okay, I'm going to do my thing now. Bye. So that's that's also cute to know that she's getting nice. uh, attached to people that are not family related. Not because I I hate her to be attached to family. Obviously not. But Nim Nim, you have seen her. She's very, or at least was, very abrasive to some when someone goes near her and she doesn't know them she's like who are you yeah, this is yeah, scary yeah, yeah. so i like her to get an idea that not everyone is scary you know mm, mm. but yeah yeah now this is the the big point of the the episode the the thing that i'm pretty sure everyone is interested in cost how much has it affected you sending nika to nursery man too much <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, rent too is much. too damn high like the meme says it's incredible yeah so i was actually uh, looking this up and uh, um the average in the uk for a full-time nursery is about 1400 pounds a month at the moment um and uh, i actually wrote in my notes that that's how much it was costing for nico but it's actually not true because we um i do some compressed hours so that d diminishes one of the days that he has to go and martina also gets uh, does some compressed hours so that he doesn't have to go another half a day so he only actually goes three d full days and a half so three and a half days per week so when you take that into consideration we pay 65 pounds daily and i was just looking at our calculation and when it comes to actually the cost itself um, it comes to around 900 pounds but yeah. there is something else it's yeah. very similar to ours ours is 850 give or take a little bit and that is not counting foods because again we send her with lunch I, uh, in this calculation yeah, I'm not counting oh, okay that's good in this calculation I'm not counting how much we're spending on food otherwise I think it will bring it up to at least 900 i think i'm not sure don't quote me on that i'm i'm very bad at this kind of of things but yeah it's it's very similar uh, to that and, and and i don't know if you're counting with this or not but um in terms because just for information as well so the government does help a little bit with the cost so what the government does is they put 20 percent of the costs uh, uh, up to three thousand pounds a year so they give you up to three thousand pounds uh 20 percent of the cost of the nursery um so with that in mind our average comes to like our monthly average for the three and a half days comes to about 800 pounds after the government's help yeah i think we're just gonna start with it because i think we couldn't ask for it because we were in the process of and this is just to show how much i hate uh, bureaucracy we were in the process of remortgaging 
So because we were in the process of remortgaging, we didn't want to ask for the benefit because that will just show how much we were spending on nursery and it was a whole thing of calculation that I, it's, it's a mess. Right. But yeah, no, I'm not counting in on it, but I think we are receiving it. It's just I'm not counting it, but we are getting it now. But I think obviously that is, I'm just telling you how much it is, not how much we're paying. Because yeah, like you said, we're getting the 20% and exactly, there's other costs. Exactly, exactly. But roughly, the, the brute amount is a rough estimate of 850 and that is without meals. And also is the fact that it's our nursery is kind of like yours. It's 15-minute walk away, so we're not spending like transport cost either. So obviously for people that will have to spend on, on transport and will eat there... It's going to be way more expensive than this. It also affects that where the nursery is. You and I both live in semi-decent, at least for South Standard, cheap towns. So I yeah. I can imagine that in, in Main Brighton it might be way more expensive than this. Maybe not, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't think it, it can be much more expensive. I know that hours of £65 uh, daily is already on the upper end. And I think that in Brighton it might be like 70 per day or <laughs> 75 max. But I, I, I mean, you say that as if it's not that. that difference. But when you add no, 30 no, no, days is, to the month, is. holy moly. No, 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 you, you're right, you're right. Um, so it is it is a little bit more. But what I mean is it's not like it's 80 quid a day. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't jump to those amounts. So it's not insanely more expensive. I mean, that being said, um, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure you're like me in that you cannot wait for Nico to get two years old so that we can get extra help. Three years old. <laughs> it's three now, mate. Bloody hell. I think it's always been three. I think it's always yeah, been Yeah, I think three. it's... No, it's I think if you have... I think if you have more than two kids, that's what... Uh, I mean, more than one kid, that's when it becomes two. I might be wrong. You, you'll... I'm pretty sure you'll fact-check uh, me in the sure, notes. I'm not sure, actually. I know that it, I know that for Nico it will be three, but what are we talking about? No, you're right. It is three. I, I remember now that Holly... Because I always thought it was two, and Holly always corrects me and tells me, now it's three. But I think that if you but have what more, is the context for our listeners? You get a, an an extra governmental break assistance in nursery cost after your, yes. your kid reaches a certain age, which is three years old. Uh, but mm -hmm. I think, and Petro's gonna fact check me in the in the show notes. I think that if you get right. more than one kid, it reduces down uh, up to be fact checked. But still, it, okay. It, uh, Holly and I were saying that it's so weird that they decide to give you assistance at three when it's easier to take care of them and, and nursery could be, quote unquote, not as essential. So I'm going to give you two reactions for these and then based on the episode notes, you can check them now and you can you can use whatever reaction you want as a listener. I mean, you can, feel free to relate to whatever reaction you prefer. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the first reaction. Oh, no, Bruno, you were absolutely wrong. I can't believe you got that wrong. It's actually three years all the time. Come on, fact check, get your get your crap together. It's always three years. I don't know where you got the two years from. Let's move on. So that's the first one. Second one is, oh, um, Bruno, you you are actually uh, you are actually right. It is two years if you have two kids or more. Um, so uh, thank you so much for raising that. I, I was wrong, and uh, I probably just looked at the first kid because I only have one kid now. Uh, but good shout, good on remembering that. <laughs> so yeah, feel free to <laughs> relate to whatever. whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, too bad I cannot counter edit and just remove one. <laughs> oh, also, yeah. I know it's not part of the, the script, but I want to give you a shout because listeners, Pedro started jumping on the editing too. Episode eleven, I did. Was yeah. was edited by your own. No, don't say which one it is, otherwise they'll find all. Oh the well, too late. I already said it. But mate, by the time <laughs> by the time I this episode comes out, they would have if if they notice, we would know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's uh, but true. yeah, I, I, Pedro has been I, cutting myself a break and helping me edit. So that that's that's really cool. And it was only the one time, but it might you know uh, it might be good for us to to have that, and I might jump and help you a little bit more. And just to bring it back to the foreign thematic, I know that in Mexico, I don't know if it's precisely easier, but I know that there are governmental nurseries. So, for example, you right. we we have something that is very similar to the NHS, which is the mm. uh, Mexican Institute of Social Security, which basically is free healthcare because we're not the states. And sure. <laughs> and they also know this to any of our states listeners because apparently we have a lot. So know this, just just pointing it out there. Um, 
But we also have a nursery that falls into the Mexican Institute of Social Security. So if you're working, right. because that's that's the difference between the NHS and the IMSS in Mexico, in order for you to be able to use the IMSS, you have to be working because you need to pay taxes. So you need to be right, in right, active right. employment to be able to use it. But there are some nurseries that come with it. So I think either they're free or they're incredibly cheap. Um, so, do you have something like that in Portugal? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if we have a government system of nurseries. I know that I was looking at the average, just quickly for this episode, I was looking at the average of the nurseries and it was around 300 euros a month. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the average that I looked at. Uh, but I don't remember being like any official uh, other options because when we talked about childminder here in the UK, I think one of the biggest draws is that, is that it is actually regulated and it is actually like they have to go through a certification Training, pro yeah. process. And I'm not entirely sure how it works in Portugal. We might have some feedback from um, some of the listeners. In fact, we have some pending feedback just as a spoiler for uh, uh, for uh, another time but uh, regarding the uh, the pregnancy um, but um, but yeah in any case it's around 300 euros uh, a month in Portugal also I know that there's and I don't know if this is a Mexico thing or if it's a, a full international uh, oh yeah uh, work, work yeah work nursery and so some mm. works there are nurseries that yeah. just by you working they'll take care of your kid while you're working yeah. yeah 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 no that's really good so so overall so we're coming towards the end of the episode and i guess i'll ask the last question now and i think the the question is overall do you recommend the nursery? Are you happy that she's on a nursery? Uh, do you think that there are other alternatives that you think are best? Would you would you prefer like if she was back in Mexico? Do you think that she would that you would be happier with her being in IMS, or, um, or or what is the overall recommendation or thoughts on the nursery? Mm, I think I cannot wholeheartedly come to a decision. I know that sounds very anticlimactic, but I, oh, I'm gonna really? yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say why. Yes, nursery can be very good. Like it can help with their immune system, but at the same time, they're gonna get sick. It can help with the development, but at the same time, you might be missing some stuff. And mm. uh, so, me personally, I don't know if I had the money to be a stay-at-home parent, if I will send her to nursery. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I'll be like. Nah, you'll get enough development when you have to go to primary school. In the meantime, I'm not going to put you up through that. But that is based on my personal bias. Because I, for example, obviously I don't remember my nursery. But I remember school. And school wasn't the most pleasant experience for me. Which is weird, because sometimes it were. I remember when we had like summer holidays that I actually thought sometimes, like, Oh, I can't wish to go back to school so I can see my friends. But, right, right, right. But, I, for example, I know that she cries in the morning when she goes there. And until recently, she came out of the nursery crying too. Now she doesn't, but she came out of the nursery crying for a while. So I would like to have saved her those things. So I'm thoroughly conflicted because obviously I don't know with raw data how much she's actually benefiting from it. So that's what I don't know what to say. I, I, what I can tell you is that if I had the money to stay at home parent, I would probably not put her in nursery. But again, that is just a probably. I'm not entirely sure. So yeah, I, I have a very undecisive answer on that. But what about you? Uh, I think you just sent me through a mental roller coaster, to be honest, because as you were speaking, my mind went through different stages, right? So first of all, I hadn't considered the possibility of, you know, if you could afford to be a stay-at-home dad, but I'll get there in a second. So starting with the basics, I do think that nursery is great for those that can afford it. Uh, I don't think that there's anything wrong with the other options and everyone has to use the option that is right for them. Um, what I would say is research what works for you um, and if you are planning on staying home you need to make sure that you have the activity so what I mean by this is that the problem that I find and this is where it comes with the roller coaster right because you were saying about staying at home if you could afford to stay at home and my first thought was oh yeah that makes sense if I could afford to stay be a stay at home dad that's what I would do as well but then I started thinking the problem with that is that as much as I would like the idea of that 
you would have to treat it as sort of like a full-time job as well and I don't mean that just as changing nappies and just as uh, feeding the baby and everything it's making sure that they're getting the development uh, making sure that they are interacting with other babies so if I was a stay-at-home dad I would have to find some groups to get together in I would have to have a lot more activities just to make sure that he was still getting all the development yeah, needs, yeah, yeah, yeah. which he does get at nursery and I, I, if I'm being completely honest with you I don't think that I would try myself to to be held to that standard and i think that i wouldn't be able to give that so this is where that then came back to even if i could be afford to be a stay-at-home dad uh, i probably wouldn't do it that way that's what I a massive would good do shout, in man. an ideal world in an ideal world what i think i would do is i would either be a stay-at-home dad and get nico part-time in nursery so half a day every day or I would work part-time and put him part-time in the nursery. So that's what I think. But I think that ultimately, and to go back to the question that I asked myself, but it's still valid. So the question is, I think that ultimately I would still like him to have the nursery. Um, it's just... It just depends on how much I would do it if I had the choice. But I do think that nursery is good for anyone who can afford it. Perfect. Well, I, I still don't know, but that is a massively good shout that I haven't thought about it. And actually, I think that even though I still don't know, I think that sways me more to the, yeah, I'd rather be a stay-at-home dad and just find things. Yeah, yeah, which is fair. Find things that she can do so that she can still get the, the benefits of the nursery. But with while I'm there to make sure that she's okay... The reason why I'm still not entirely swayed is because I I am very, very aware that I am very closely to be a helicopter dad, and I don't want to do that. So that's what I'm still not 100% sure. But yeah, so I think that that is the, the conclusion. It's, it's a good thing. It's not bad. It might not be for everyone. And you do you, which is what we almost always say. You do you. Exactly. As long as you're not hurting anyone. But this this has been our, our experience. So I think we even Perfect. with the, the whole feedback, we managed to wrap it up at a, at a good time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say if we didn't have feedback, uh, I don't know if it would have been a shorter episode. Yeah, maybe we would have, maybe we would have more, fluffed just more a little more. bit here mm, and there. Maybe. Uh, now, unfortunately, there's no holy baby shenanigans this time, and uh, the reason why is one, we, I, and by we I, I mean me, because Pedro has nothing to do with it, I didn't give her enough time to write something, but also Holly gave me some feedback on my delivery of last holy baby shenanigans, so I need some training <laughs> to be able to come up to the standard that is expected of, of someone that is writing the, the shenanigans. Oh, actually, that's one thing, it's not shenanigans is shenanigans i think i might be still pronouncing it wrong but hey foreign Ooh. yeah i don't know all right uh now everything uh, relevant will be on the on the sources as, uh, of the episode as always uh, and the show notes will have the the sources for for everything we think might be relevant uh, follow us on our socials uh, again we don't know which ones we are going to have at this point but so far we have facebook and twitter uh, with the foreigners and fathers handle uh, and that's a, a, another thing that it's it's good for feedback because we like I said we always ask for for feedback. If you want us to put something in the resources that you think we have missed for previous episodes and you don't want to do the research on your own, let us know and we can still edit resource uh, like show notes for past episodes. So that's fine. Any and all feedback is welcome. If you don't want to be mentioned in the episode, you can tell us and we won't say anything. It will be completely private. So if you want to be mentioned, just let us know. And again, we might have enough to make a full episode out of it. Uh, the best way to send us feedback other than uh, the... Well, I, I was going to say other than the social media, but I haven't even mentioned that before. So the best way to send us feedback will be to our email, which is contact at foreignersandfathers.com. And for this episode, we would like to, to ask if you have any funny stories regarding nurseries, or what would we expect in the future for older kids in nurseries? Uh, so that that's something that we, we propose as a question for you guys today. Uh, like we are going to say any episode until you get tired of hearing it, please rate, share, subscribe, all that good social media stuff on the episode, Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever you hear it, because it really does help the show out. 
And I know that yeah. Pedro and I are obsessed with watching the statistics of the episodes. Like, oh, we got this many new followers. Oh, it's following. Oh, it's growing again. So please <laughs> do, do all of that good stuff. And the, yeah. the next episode will be available in a week. Unless you are a, a time traveler and you're listening to this in the future. In which case, the catalog mm. is already there. And feel free to jump ahead and continue to listen to our disturbly voices in your daily uh, day-to-day activities daily day-to-day that's a thing right so yeah next episode is going to be about yeah the next episode is actually going to be the one that this one is replacing so that's going to be pregnancy part two uh so that means that we're going to have holly and martina as guests again uh where they're going to discuss the ending of the last episode's uh, topic um and in the meantime i would also like to send all our listeners a request and that is uh send us an email um to our contact at foreignersandfathers.com email address just tell where you normally listen to the podcast is it uh, while doing laundry while driving while shopping uh, just send us uh, uh, information about that because we're really curious thank you yeah 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 exactly so well uh, for my part this this has been all thank you again for for sharing another hour of your of your week with me my friend it's it's been very good as always yeah you too i i keep finding more and more enjoyable i i always think and dread this is gonna become like uh, an ordinary routine but i actually find that the more episodes i do the more i enjoy it and the more loose i feel so thank you for taking yeah, your agreed. your time man i really appreciate it yeah you too you too i really um thank you so much for the time uh, spent on this and uh, um thank you f- i guess from the future as well because we're going to look back on this and we're going to cherish these memories quite a lot so yeah thank you my pleasure all right have a good one you as well See you, Bruno. Bye. See you. Bye-bye.